All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, this guy. Now, this guy was a musician, Elton John. Woo! That guy was ridiculously skilled, man. Oh, wow. And you consider for him and that era... Um, you know, being a gay man would have been difficult, but oh, God, was that guy a performer? Wow. And uh, just an overall good dude. You read a lot of stories about him. And um, good guy. And he was ultra talented, man. He had, oh. Now, Elton John had a few cassettes of cons. I'll tell you that right now. Oof. Some good. Like that guy could sing upbeat and then he could sing the ballads. It's just like the tearjerker, you know, you're at the dance, got the show, hands on the shoulders. Oh, classic. Classic stuff. So, we'll uh, see how that goes. Um, I, uh, we're going to get to our next guest. Then, man, we just got an email, and this is awesome. <laughs> this is one of the, I never even knew they had this, and I've been there a long time. This is awesome. Uh, anyway, let's get to the uh, spec report brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated. And... They got uh, some new uh, trailers in, ready to work right now at nextgentransportation.com as uh, Mark Spector from Rogers. Sportsnet uh, joins us. Spec, how you doing? Good. I should have worn my, uh, I listened to Gene earlier, should have worn my hot dog outfit just to kind of fit in with the theme today. Oh, God, Gino. What an absolute beauty that guy is. Oh, so good. <laughs> now, what's funny about Gene, see, I'm, I'm wondering if Gene, so I got an email from Dr. Wang from On the Rocks 
uh, today. And we are, of course, yeah. uh, we're raising some money yeah. for the, uh, reminding everybody for the, uh, the Brownlee, uh, GoFundMe campaign, which is great. And, uh, we got some tickets, uh, donated by Kyle, where all the money's going to go to that, which is great. And Danny currently has it at 650. But, uh, On the Rocks is, is going to make a donation as well. Um, they, they have, uh, what's called, uh, the OTR Makeout Fund. Um, when they catch any off duty staff or regular customers making out at the bar, they have a fine in place of a $5 tax and, uh, they, and then they put it up in the, uh, in the ceiling all around the bar. And when it's completely full, then they make the whole donation. So there's like, I don't know how much is up there. He sent me a picture of it. It's got, you know, you had all I'm doing the math in my head. There's some twenties up there and whatever. So anyway, it'll be a pretty big donation from uh, OTR, the, the makeout fund. Like I could see Gene and Karen. They probably got fined a few times knowing Gino at OTR, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, standing by the bar. I could see it happening. I haven't been to OTR since your stag, man. <laughs> and, uh, I remember walking in that place in the, on your stag night. I'm not sure I recall leaving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was, uh, it was a very good time. That's right. I remember Shelk had to come pick you up. It was a good time though. So, you know, it's good. Hey, start, good start. <laughs> you started strong like the, the Maple Leafs did last night. Spec, that was one of the, the fat, like the pace in last night's game was awesome. You know what? Hey, I give Toronto credit. They came out and if Bertuzzi doesn't hit that goal post, like he should have scored there. I'm sorry. Like he has a wide open net and he clanks it right off the post. And then Skinner with a great save off of uh, uh, Holmstrom, not Holmstrom, but uh, uh, 29, his name is escaping me uh, right now, pa- Holmberg, Pontus Holmberg. Uh, meanwhile, Jones stopped uh, yep. Hyman and McDavid on breakaway. He's like, that first period, man, I know it was only one nothing on the score clock, but God, there was a lot going on. That was a great first period. Yeah, it was, and the place was jumping. You yeah. Know, the crowd was really good. There was a, there was a hum going on the whole period. Uh, you're right. I think it's sort of a metaphor for what's going on with these two teams that Bertuzzi's got an open net to make it do nothing. He hits the post. The orders have been, you know, things been going good for them and things haven't been going so good for Toronto. I heard, uh, Mike Rupp on your show earlier is listening as well. And I couldn't agree more with his comments on, uh, Mitch Marner. I don't know where he, you know, he's calling him. I think the word great is overused oh. in, in a big picture in our yes. society today, right? Everything's great. The, the Maple Leafs aren't great. They're not a great team. They're a good team. They're a decent regular season team is what they are. But if they think they're great, uh, that bar is awfully low out there. Yeah, um, and I agree with you. I do think the term great gets over, overused too much. Um uh, I also think Toronto didn't play poorly last night. Like They were right in that game. Um The, the difference was last night's Beck. Marty Jones blinked. Literally on the yeah. uh, on the dry saddle goal, and Stuart Skinner didn't blink at all all night long, and that's really the difference. If that dry saddle goal doesn't go in at that time, I don't know if the orders can mount a, a comeback, uh, you know, to uh, to tie that game in the third period because it just changes the emotion of a game a lot. Like that was even dry saddle, you, you know, he just puts the puck on net, and hey, they say sometimes uh, good things happen when you put the puck on net, but for all the really good saves Jones made, that's one where you're just like, oof, that was a tough one. Well, we watched through a time where the Oilers goalies were giving up one bad one. And I'm taking us now, well, let's go back to Miko Koskinen, who was, you know what, if he wouldn't have been paid so much, we would have been just fine with him most of the time. But he had that thing, right? He let in one lousy one you didn't like every night or lots of nights. And that is the difference. You know, last night's game's a perfect example. Uh, Skinner lets a goal in 27 seconds into the game. And in the remaining, you know, 
59-33, he only lets in one more, right? And there was a ton of great A's in that game coming his way. So, you know, once again, and I want to say this because I was a guy that was always ready to point out when the Oilers had the second best goalie on the ice, you know, we have to make note here and put it on the record. The Oilers had the best goalie on the ice again last night. Yeah. And uh, you make the point, right? That one goal that goes in, it's a, it's basically a 3-2 game, Jay, with an empty netter. That one goal goes in is a deciding goal in the hockey game. Yeah. Um, Mike Kelly uh, sent me a note from SportLogic. So th- this season, the longest consecutive quality start by a goalie is 12 by Connor Hellebuck. Stuart Skinner has currently had nine consecutive quality starts. It's the uh, longest active streak going amongst goalies by uh, by all their numbers. Right. And, um, yeah, he's played really well for the orders. And there's lots of guys in front of him who have played, uh, really well, which, uh, which helps the team. Like Ryan McLeod, like Ryan McLeod last night, you think about it, like in a big game, it wasn't the orders big guy. Now I know that McDavid and Drysaddle were with them with McLeod on that goal on the ice with him, but McLeod made the play on the Derek Ryan goal, right? He looked off CC, found Ryan right in the slot, perfect pass. And then McLeod come, takes the puck out behind the net and uh, a nice shot over the screen kind of past Matthews and McDavid. And you, you're going to need that to win close games. It can't always be their top guys. And I think that's like, that's three game winners out of 11 for McLeod in this run. Well, I did a stat last night and I'm, I believe it went like this. In five, no, I think it was maybe six of the last seven games or seven of the last eight, McDavid had one point in the game. He has a long scoring streak going. I know. But he had the one big game. Didn't he have five points against Philly? Yeah. Wasn't that it? Um, Uh, I'm not sure it's Philly, but it's somebody, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know who it was. I can't remember. Yeah. But the point is, he had a five-point game, but then he's had all one-point games. Yeah. So what that tells you is McDavid's not carrying this team. No. Right? This isn't a team riding three, four points by McDavid every night, and that's the good news. Like, that's the good news. We've seen it. McDavid winning the Art Ross by 25 points doesn't doesn't win. You know, all it's worth is an individual trophy. It's worth jack to the team. And I'll tell you what, I'll take this team where he scores one point and they win every night. Uh, now you got something here, right? Now you got something. Oh, because you know McDavid's going to have those nights where he goes off, right? Like that's just a fact, right? So you know that's going to happen, and that's uh, and that makes it. I think that's really positive for the Oilers, just like their power play. Like their power play now, they they're not getting a lot of chances. So, uh, but but like seventeen percent just isn't good enough for them. But the good news is, and that's in this winning streak, they were forty. It's funny in their last eleven games, it's seventeen percent. In the previous eleven, it was forty three. So you cut the middle and it's still 29%, right? So it's like, oh, okay, it's in a little bit of a funk here, but overall, it's still pretty good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I'd just like to see a team that that's, um, you know, there was always narratives around this team. You know, what were they? They're power play reliant. Okay, well, they're not, they're winning without the power play. You know, the McDavid carried him all the time. Okay, well, one point isn't carrying him. Yeah. Uh, they can't win those close games. They don't have the battle level. They can't win 2-1. Yeah, okay, well, look at the scores lately. They've been winning a whole bunch of those games. Uh, and now what you're seeing is, you know, I thought McDavid's battle level last night was off the charts, man. Yeah. Like, when Matthews opened that game with a goal, you could just see the smoke coming out of McDavid's ears on, the, you know, when he came over the boards the next few times and, 
and on the winning goal by McLeod. I mean, the battle he had with Riley, and then he, you know, dragged Matthews to the net, and Matthews lost him, and, like, McLeod shot it in, but it reminded me of the old days when, uh, I believe McDavid did get an assist in the goal, but it reminded me of the old days when Ryan Smith would cause all that trouble in front of the net. Yeah. He wouldn't get a point, but the goal never would have gone in if it wasn't for Ryan Smith doing what he does, right? That's yeah. what McDavid did last night. He was he led his team in every way. Yeah, and you know what? I thought, uh, I, what about the, the, I'm watching closer as Mark Spector joins us from Roger Sportsnet, the, the in-game movement and decision-making by the head coach and Chris Knobloch. And I know he tried to downplay yeah. it after. He goes, hey, you know what? You make some changes and ultimately it's on the players. Now he is, he is right that you, if you put, if you make the change, you put the guys on the ice and it works, they still got to do it. But if you don't put them on the ice in that situation, then it's impossible for them to do it. So you can't just say there's no, um, you know, understanding that the coach has a role in it and you know what you look at two changes that he made and like Kane dry subtle McDavid on the one offensive one not after the face off it worked and then putting after an icing he takes Hyman and Nugent Hopkins off because they've been out there and they played a lot thought they're maybe tired and they don't have the cardio of McDavid and then he throws out dry subtle McLeod spec I looked it up prior to that shift which was a 27 second shift 28 second shift excuse me mm-hmm. prior to that shift all season, they played a grand total of 106 seconds together, which is, you know, that's like three seconds a game, which basically means, you know, sometimes you're passing in the night in different days. It means nothing, right? Like you're not playing yeah. together. And they score. And, and Ryan McLeod scores a really nice goal. And there's few things to me that show there. A, I like what he said after the game. Hey, McLeod was playing well. I, I saw guys who've been playing and we looked at ice time and whatever else. So I went with that. But he's been playing well. That sends a message to your entire bench. That if I'm playing well, it doesn't always have to be McDavid, Hyman, uh, dry subtle. McDavid, Hyman, uh, Nugent Hopkins. You know what I mean? Like it can be other guys at different times. And that is a huge way to incorporate a more unified team. No, I, I think that, and I've been the, one of the louder complainers about an Oilers team that never really made the group feel like it was involved. This was always a couple of guys on the top of the lineup and some superstars and high guys and, and the bottom, you know, this 11 and seven where one defenseman would play three minutes, two forwards would play four minutes and McDavid and Drysdale pay 25 minutes. I, I've never liked that because when I go in dressing rooms and talk to those guys, I know that players don't like that. And I'll tell you this, Knobloch has engaged everybody on this team. He's got everybody feeling like they got a role and you'd make a point. It's it just, you know, after that, the penalty kill, they always, you know, every coach has put dry and McDavid together, but it's always with one of three guys. It's with Nuge. It's with Kane. It's with Hyman. The fact that he digs into his lineup and rewards a guy like McLeod with that spot once in a while. And you're right. Everyone on that bench is saying, Hey, you know what? If I get a good game, I'm going to get a couple shifts with these guys. Maybe. So this is, on one hand it's coaching 101 engage your entire roster but there's more to it than that it's hard to do we've seen coaches here that haven't been able to do it this guy's doing it exceptionally well and the rewards are you got 20 guys pulling on the rope not 12 so for fun spec and you were right last week what do you think he does with pickard this week does he run skinner all three games this week um does he does he want to play pickard one of these next two what do you think happens um boy I would say to you that, well, for sure, what do we got? 
there's there's two identical weeks here. I think he's going to stick with playing Pickard on Thursday nights. That's what I'm going to say. He's going to play Pickard tomorrow night against Seattle. He's going to play Pickard next Thursday night against Chicago. Ooh, okay. Uh, Skinner gets your Saturday night hockey night game in Calgary because that's yep. what you want. He's going to get the Tuesday. couple days off, play Tuesday, play the last Saturday before the break. Pickard gets two of the starts. So, yep, I got him playing tomorrow night. How about that? Speck, uh, you and I agree on this one. I, I think so, too. I thought uh, they would go to Calvin Pickard. And, um, you know, he doesn't talk about it publicly, but we'll see tomorrow by the uh, at the morning skate. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's if it's Pickard uh, tomorrow against Seattle. And then uh, you go two for Skinner, Pickard, and then uh, Skinner gets the last one against Nashville before they get an extended break. So, Speck, good stuff, yeah, my man. I have a... I have a- yeah, I have a little concern about that Saturday night game in Calgary. I think Calgary's going pretty good, and they got a hate on for the Oilers. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe the schedule makers got Seattle. They just did a, I think, was it four games out east? And now they're playing a game in Edmonton on the way home. I mean, they played in New York last night. Who yeah. plays in New York on Tuesday and Edmonton on Thursday? <laughs> Well, New York does it sometimes, but it is where, yeah, they actually was a five gamer. They, they were in Buffalo. They were in Washington. Uh, they were in Columbus and then they were in New York and Pittsburgh Monday and Tuesday. That ended their uh, nine game yeah. uh, winning streak. Now they're on a two game losing streak. So yeah, it's, that's a tough roadie for sure. And, uh, Edmonton, hey, it's a tough game. you're, you're taking them on the, uh, the third game in four nights, the sixth game, um, in, uh, of a, t- of a 10 day uh, road trip. You got to make take advantage yeah. of it when the schedule's in your favor. You take Two advantage of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the the shoe's going to be on the other foot, and someone's going to get you at a weak weak time. But you got Seattle at a great time tomorrow. Um, so let's see what happens. Awesome, Spec. Have a good one. All right, Jake. There you go. That is uh, Mark Spector in the uh, Spec Report, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation. Five twenty four. Jason Greger, Connor Halley, with you. Con- where are we at now on the tickets? Well, uh, Darren kind of came in and stole the show. He boosted it up to a thousand. And a boy, Darren. He knows it's going to a good cause. Oh, yeah. He's going to have a good time at the game tomorrow night. Uh, I love it. So he's up to a thousand bucks for the uh, tickets tomorrow night. Uh, order Seattle in the uh, Sportsnet Lounge, and uh, all money of that is going directly to the uh, um, Robin Brownlee uh, GoFundMe campaign so uh, that's awesome Darren thank you so much and uh, hey you, if somebody wants to come in you got 25 minutes feel free that's where it's going and uh, hey they, they need your help uh, we're at about uh, 55% which is great we started this on Monday it's only Wednesday so uh, we're right on pace to uh, to fill this out by the end of the week which is uh, which is awesome for uh, Annalyn and Sam Brownlee and I can tell you right now uh, wherever Rubes is uh, he is he is smiling down uh, knowing that uh, people care about his family because that was number one priority for him so if you got a few extra five bucks ten bucks twenty bucks it all adds up you can go to sports1440.ca and uh, that's where you can donate to the GoFundMe campaign uh quick break uh we'll return uh with more on the Gregor show with Connor Halley live in the Ewell studio ewel.ca for all your electrical needs 530 uh mark from uh Delta Valley Landscape came in at 1250 now Connor for the uh, tickets tomorrow orders in uh Seattle uh, he has his own seats and uh he said if he wins these he'll donate those it's unreal I love the generosity of people in our community. It's uh, unreal. And uh, uh, Bronte would be smiling of that. There is uh, no doubt. So uh, we're up to 12.50 for the uh, seats tomorrow, the orders. And the Kraken could see the uh, 12th consecutive victory for the Edmonton orders. Something you've never seen. You've never seen 11. Heck, you've never seen 10. So, hey, keep it going. 
I'm curious. Let us know at 833-401-1440. How long do you think the winning streak goes? Like, what's your gut telling you? Is it 13? 15? Could they, could they tie the record? Which is 17, by the way. With every number, man, then you start thinking, hey, last year, New Jersey won 13 in a row. The year before, Florida won 13. So why can't the orders win 13? Why not? Go for it. Have some fun. That'll sure make that Calgary game a little bit spicier if they win tomorrow night. Uh, let's get to the uh, NBA report now brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. And hey, if you ever have any furnace trouble and breaks down, you call Legacy. No overtime charges. I tell you, build a legacy at legacyheating.ca. As uh, Paul Sir joins us, the host of the basketball show here on Sports 1440. And Paul, it's been talked about for a long time, my man, but it finally happened as uh, Pascal Siakam is traded to the uh, Indiana Pacers. Um, Brown Jr. is kind of the main guy coming back. They get two firsts uh, and a second. Uh, what do you make of this deal for a pending UFA? Well, it, it beats the heck out of the deal they got for Fred Van Vliet, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is nothing. So it had to happen. I, I don't think Pascal was happy. I don't think uh, he fit anymore in the way that he would want to fit. Is somebody who's been a 20-plus-a-game scorer. Uh, clearly, the Raptors are building around Scotty Barnes, R.J. Barrett, uh, quickly. So they, I, I think they think they've got a real nice nucleus now to really go forward with, and Pascal just doesn't fit uh, the bill. And with the UFA uh, salary demands that are lingering just around the corner, Jason, they had to make something, and I think – you know, some good draft picks and something to build on for the future. Yeah. And, you know, the, now the the thing is they need to finish in the bottom six or they give away their top pick. Right? Like, it's funny. There, there's actual motivation for them not to, to be that good because then they get to keep their pick for one more year. Well, uh, that may take care of itself the way that uh, we had a bit of a hopeful start when RJ and quickly came. And they faded lately. It's amazing how uh, weak they look, how weak the Raptors look yeah. without Pirtle being in there. Like they just they just don't look like they're able to finish against decent teams. And uh, Pirtle has uh, come under a lot of criticism this year. But my goodness, is he missed right now? And it also strikes to the Raptors, just their depth is not good, and especially at the bigs. So they've got a lot to address, but uh, they've got a real they got a really nice player in Brown, another guard, which I find interesting, uh, and then the draft picks, of course, and then it's going to be up to a jury to do something uh, on the interior. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, you know, I don't know if he'll address it all right now, but, uh, you know, we'll see. You watch the NBA close enough, Paul, and I think it's pretty obvious to anybody who watches the game. You really need two superstars if you want to win. That's just a fact, right? And I don't know if the, if the Raptors have that. So they're, they're going to have, like, to me, their drafting now is going to be crucial. It's going to be monumental. Like, Steph Curry was what? Ninth or seventh pick overall? One of the two. I can't remember, right? Like, you don't have to have the best pick. You just got to make good picks. And I think they're, you know what? They got three first rounders this year. And I know that the odds, obviously, once you get out of the top 10, become even harder to find like an elite player, but it's happened in, in certain places. Their drafting is going to have to be really good here the next few years for them to, to get back to being a competitive team. 
it could I really can't add anything to that, Jason. That just that just sums it up. Now they've got some picks. Okay, let's uh, let's see what uh, a jury and Bobby uh, uh, um, Bobby will Bobby Webster will do with it. Uh, let's see how Brown fits in. Let's, does this mean they're going to move a guard? I'll be curious about that. Uh, Gary Trent is he now expendable? I it it's going to be uh, a lot of uh, zigging and zagging over the next while. And like you said, though, their draft picks are huge. What are you? What's your thoughts on Grady Dick? Man, oh man, I just can't believe how lacking in him, uh, uh, how he has not been able to make any kind of an impact at all, or look like he's improving. And now he's got a now he's got an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, physically, it looked. I, I give the Raptors uh, credit; they tried to address some of the physical uh, aspects to his game, which means he's just weak. Yeah. Physically, doesn't seem to be able to handle the the pressure. I, I guess though. When you have a an elite shooter like this in this league, if he doesn't do anything this year, so what? Get him physically stronger and ready so that you can at least get a a Duncan Robinson out of him like okay. Miami has. Yeah. They need that. They need a guy who can come in and you know what? Against in certain matchups he's not going to do anything, but there's going to be other games where he can hit two, three, and four threes at critical juncture. So you, you made the pick, live with him, don't bail on him quickly, give him two, three, or four years, and let's see if the Raptors can finally figure something out where they can get shooters' shots because that's one of my big criticisms. And and now they have a new coach who I think isn't afraid of that, like they're looking to shoot the three. They just got to figure out um, how to use Grady better, and Grady's got to get better. He's got to get stronger and better. And I think the, we talked about their drafting earlier because if you look back on it, you know, OG Ananobi was a 23rd pick in 2017 after Siakam was the 27th pick in uh, in 2016. Like those are two very good draft picks. If you go back and look at those draft classes, man, like OG Ananobi turned a pretty good player, right? Uh, they both were contributors on a championship team. And, you know, Pascal Siakam was probably their second, you know, maybe second or third best player the year they won. Like that, that turned out to be a really good pick. And so now you trade him for all those picks and some young guys. What do you make of Brown? Where, how does he fit? What what do you think he can do in Toronto? Well, what I what he brings is energy and physical toughness, and I think that kind of uh, physical play will really serve the Raptors well out front. Quickly is a finesse player, uh, so Schroeder. They they're not uh, beat you up kind of guys. Brown seems like the kind of guy who just wants to go in there and mix it up. He was so effective for Denver last year in their championship run. Uh, and it really it, it surprises me somewhat that Indiana was willing to give him up, which means that they really value Siakam because Brown, I think, can make a difference right now. The problem with Brown is he's going to be a good player in a in a good uh, backcourt. But the frontcourt's so bad right now uh, in terms of inside play that until that gets uh, some depth and maybe when and, and you know what, maybe when Pirtle gets back and Porter's coming off the bench backing him up, he seems like an adequate backup. Yeah. That might that that might just work. But I, I just think Brown brings a level of toughness that would help any team.
Yeah, and you know what? I, I like I use that. Like I still think it matters in the NBA today. You still need some grit guys on the floor that are just going to get after it, right? At times, and they're not necessarily going to wow you with scoring because that's the hardest part of the game. Let's still be honest, right? I don't care if it's the NBA or it's the NHL. The, the guys who can finish consistently—that's uh, that's a huge part in it. Uh, one last one for you, Paul. You look at, hey, your Timberwolves, they continue to roll, uh, leading the Western Conference, but the, the Boston Celtics are 31 and 9, right? The, the, having another really good season. I, I don't think anybody counted them out per se, but man, like, there's just something about the Celtics and that group of guys. Like, there, there seems to be, like, the, you know, it's smart. They, they, they got a good combination there of just the grit and guys who can show up at different times and, and make big plays. They really do. Uh, and, you know, they, they win in a variety of ways. Tatum's a superstar MVP candidate. Jalen Brown's very, very good. But they go eight deep with really good players, Jason. And the chemistry, the, the toughness. Now, the one thing, though, is you've got history, which isn't great in the playoffs. That's number one. And number two, they live and die by the three. So live, you know, fly high, fall far. Uh, if you're good, if that's going to be what you're hanging your hat on in the playoffs, that could be a little bit of a, of a, a concern because now you're completely dependent on shooting it really well. And over a, a seven game series against a quality opponent, they start figuring ways to run you off the line, uh, shut the threes down. Now you got to find other ways to score. Will the Celtics be ready there? They're a great regular season team, but just like Philadelphia, they're going to have to be able to prove it in the playoffs. Paul, great stuff, man. Uh, the countdown, we're getting closer to the new show. We're looking forward to it. So uh, that, 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 what's the uh, launch date again here on Sports 1440? February 3rd. February so, uh, 3rd. Absolutely. It. Well, thanks so much, Jason. And uh Keep watching the Wolves. They're they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch, man. Uh, they're very fun to watch. We appreciate that. It's uh, Paul Sir, of course, uh, the host of the basketball show that uh, comes to Sports 1440, of course, was on TSN for a long time, is now coming to Sports 1440 on Saturdays starting on February Third, uh, quick break. We'll come back. We got lots to get to uh, on the uh, on the Oilers. Uh, lots of text to get to. Darren's up to fifteen hundred on the uh, tickets for tomorrow. The Oilers and Seattle. All of the money is going towards the uh, the Robin Brownlee GoFundMe uh, campaign that we got going on. So uh, that's awesome. Up to uh, fifteen hundred here on the Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Uh, Mark is up to sixteen hundred now. So uh, Mark and Darren, uh, have your phones on because I know uh, Connor always likes to call everybody in the uh, final few minutes just to ensure everybody gets their uh, final opportunity to uh, to make a bid. So uh, up to uh, 1600 on the uh, seats for tomorrow night. Orders and Seattle. Uh, all the money going towards the uh, Robin Brownlee. Uh, Go fund. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A campaign that we have uh, going on right now, it's, uh, it's gone very well. And uh, we're about 54, 55% of the way there to, to what our goal is to, to help out uh, Anna Lynn and his son, uh, Sam, for, uh, as everybody who's lost a loved one knows, it's the, uh, the emotional shock is one thing. And then there's, you know, the aftershocks, uh, down the road for sure. So, um, we're just trying to help them limit that for the, for the next few years and university and everything like that for Sam. So, um, you can, uh, you can help out if you got to, and trust me, it all adds up five bucks, 10 bucks, 15, hey, 1600, whatever it is. Uh, we really appreciate it. Let's get to the, and hey, this is good news, baby, for all of you, uh, ski bunnies. Let's get to the uh, Snow Valley Ski Report. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. Your ski report for Wednesday, January 17th, brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. A reprieve in the extreme cold weather is good news for skiers and snowboarders this week. Lifts are no longer closed and resort opening times aren't getting delayed due to the cold. While there wasn't much snow falling anywhere during the extremely cold days, the snow is coming. Now the warming trend is here. In Jasper, Marmot Basin, they received 9 centimeters of fresh snow in the last 24 hours. Still not quite enough to get the new knob quad chair or the Eagle East area open. But down in Banff, Sunshine received 3 centimeters in the last 24 hours, while Norquay and Lake Louise both received 4 centimeters in the past day. Nakiska, 5 centimeters overnight. Castle Mountain was 7 and over into BC, Fernie has 7 centimeters fresh in the last 24 hours. Kimberly with 3, Panorama 4 over the past 7 days. Into the interior, BC Silver Star had 5 centimeters overnight. Big White with 9, Sun Peak 7 centimeters in the last day, and Apex Alpine has had 5 centimeters in the last 12 hours alone. Kicking Horse, 6 centimeters overnight in Revelstoke with 9. Around Edmonton, the cold snap allowed for plenty of snowmaking, and the bit of fresh snow we received from Mother Nature has the local slopes in great shape. Overall, at the mountain resorts, there's still some marginal conditions off the main runs, but you should be able to find some soft conditions without having to look too hard. That is your Snow Valley Ski Report. Oh, this is good, Simon. man. Like, think about it. I was shoveling this week a few times. It's great. Uh, just uh, we need some snow for uh, for all the snow hills locally, and uh, the, the temperature is warming up. And, man, I know the skiers are just chomping at it to get out there. Snowboarders, the same thing. Uh, you're skiing, you're snowboarding. Hopefully, uh, you're having a really good time. And uh, it's going to be great. Uh, it's good for uh, local ski hills. Uh, it'll help them out a lot. So uh, it'll be fantastic, man. I love, that's just skiing's awesome. I love it. I'm not a great skier, but I quite enjoy it. So I, I had a little break, uh, but with my uh, my wife's a big skier and uh, my son got into it. So uh, you know, I'm probably the uh, maybe third on the, uh, the 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 depth chart when it comes to uh, skiing. But I love it. Like, and yeah, yeah the other thing is just getting, like being in the hot tub maybe afterwards or just sitting on. It's when it's like one of those ski hills and it's super nice day out, right? And it's like two in the afternoon. You've been skiing for a few hours and you go and you sit down. And you have lunch outside. And, uh, you know, you have a beer and you're on like top of the mountain. Oh, it's the best. 
Love it. So it's uh, it's lots of fun. Uh, really good. Anyway, um, we got uh, lots of other texts to get to, 833-401-1440 in the uh, Ewell inbox. Hey, boys, uh, who won? Uh, who had the 17-gamer? Honestly, I think Edmonton's going to beat it from uh, Stephen. It was the 1993 Pittsburgh Penguins with 17. The uh, 2017 Columbus Blue Jackets were at uh, 16 games in a row. And the uh, Penguins of 12 and the Islanders of 82 also at 15 games. So uh, those are the uh, top four for uh, longest winning streaks. Uh, recently, 13 games, the last two seasons. As uh, last year was the Devils, the year before was Florida. So no reason to think the Oilers can't get to 13 at least. And I think the next two games are the most difficult. Seattle, Calgary, and maybe even the Calgary. Seattle, you know what? Uh, that's been a really good matchup for Edmonton historically. Like Seattle doesn't have the high-end talent. And I don't love their goaltending personally. So I think it's a good matchup for Edmonton. That Calgary game, there's always a little juice in Calgary. You know how it is. And uh, while the Flames aren't playing, haven't played great, they've been playing better as of late. So it's a Saturday night. It's in Calgary. That'll be a fun one for Oiler fans. And I know many of you are going down. There's always a really good contingent of uh, Oiler fans in uh, in Calgary for that. So that uh, that should be good, real good. Hey, Gregor, aren't the uh, the Bruins on a on a rip right now? Well, they didn't win 13 in a row last year. Funny enough, they won a lot. But they uh, they never actually won uh, thirteen games in a row. The uh, Bruins this season, uh, yeah, they're six one and three in their last ten. They've won two in a row, but no, they're not on any. Uh, the orders, the, the outside of the orders, the longest active uh, uh, winning streak going on outside of their eleven is four by the Flames and the Flyers. So the uh, Flames, if they are victorious tomorrow. They'd be winners of five. The orders could be winners of 12 in a row going at it on Saturday night. Ooh, a little extra juice in that one. I like it a lot. So that'd be great. Cons, uh, did you, uh, did we get a winner? Does look like Mark is going to walk away with it at 1600. Oof, what a beauty. Yeah. Mark from, uh, Delta Valley Landscaping. Uh, we really appreciate that. You know, he bought that and then he's donating his tickets. And so, uh, we'll call the other guys who are bidding on them. And these are, uh, um, section 129, uh, uh, seats, uh, three and four. Some, uh, really good seats for the, the game. So if, uh, you know, Darren or we'll get to those guys maybe after the show and see, we can raise a little bit more money for the, uh, the Brownlee family. That is outstanding stuff. Outstanding. I love it. Um, coming up tomorrow on the show, uh, Terry Ryan will uh, join us as always on Thursday. We'll have uh, Livingston. Uh, we will uh, break down Seattle who, uh, man, it was, like I was kind of thinking maybe had they, ca- like had they kept winning Seattle and the orders both could have been on 11 game heaters. Meeting, which would have been fun, fantastic, but they uh, got steamrolled in uh, Pittsburgh and New York by the Penguins and the Rangers. So after winning nine in a row, suddenly the uh, Kraken have lost two in a row. That's how it goes. Pascal Siakam, if you missed it, traded to the Indiana Pacers today. It's a late night in the NHL. There's only two games because the Buffalo game has been delayed and postponed until tomorrow as uh, they just get hit with another big storm in Buffalo. Man, there is, uh, there's no shortage of snow down there, con man. Uh, jeez. If you're a, if you're a snow removal company, you're loving it. If you have to shovel out your own yard, probably not. Have yourselves a wonderful evening. Stay warm. Please turn your lights on.
And uh, let's get to the uh, con man, a sports 1440 update brought to you by Douglas Mattress. They have named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living, loved by more than 200,000 Canadians. We just got one, I'll tell you. It's really comfortable. Really comfortable. Check it out. Douglas.ca slash Orders Nation to get a good deal. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 